Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hey, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I always love talking to you on Thursdays. I know. It makes me happy, too. It's so awesome. what's I know our text in between and everything, but seeing your beautiful face, I know nobody else can see your beautiful face, but seeing your beautiful <laughs> face and your smile makes me happy every time. Aww. So Yeah. And it's a dedicated 20, 30 minutes of like unfiltered, uninterrupted talk time, which is, yeah. which is really nice. It is uh, really nice. So. so what is our topic for today? Yeah. So our topic today is writing a bio and it's a little bit, we're going to have some similar ideas to the, what we shared in the previous episode where we talked about putting together your resume, Mm -hmm. but a bio is a very personal thing. Um, It's not a list of your past jobs and experiences. It's how you can express yourself, um, you know, on social media, um, when you submit a bio for a talk, or, you know, when you write a blog post for somebody, you put a bio at the bottom. So lots of times when you're uh, interacting with other people, online especially they'll be like oh and send over your bio and your headshot you know Mm -hmm. and so having that bio um is there's an art to it right so and it's not always easy to do it's hard Mm -hmm. to talk about yourself yeah definitely for uh reference if you want to go back to listen to our episode about resumes that's way back in episode six um and yeah a lot of the same kind of things apply um which the first thing that applies in my mind, which is probably not the most basic tip, but I think one of the most handy tips is to kind of do what we suggested you do with a resume, which is have more than one, right? So Mm -hmm. if you uh, are looking to speak at an event, that bio might look a little bit different than if you need a bio to put at the bottom of a guest blog post. Um, Okay. And, you know, having the, the essentials is always important. You know, what you do, maybe where you work, mm-hmm. um, what you specialize in. But then, you know, if this is a speaker bio, maybe saying one or two things about, you know, Michelle has also spoken at events like, you know, and maybe the, the biggest events mm-hmm. you've spoken at. Or if this is a writer bio, um, Michelle also contributes to posts on XYZ so that, because I feel like a lot of times the bio, the purpose of the bio, in my in my opinion, and this is debatable, is like, uh, well, why should I care? Right. Like, mm-hmm. why should I care about this particular person doing this particular thing right now? We're talking about this particular topic. And the bio is kind of the way to say, like, here's why I am qualified to do whatever it is that I'm doing that this bio is attached to. Um, yes. So having different ones for different purposes um, helps to serve that purpose, especially if you are a jack of all trades, which I feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of underrepresented folks are either by choice Mm -hmm. or by necessity. Um, You have a lot of skills and your bio should zero in on, I think, what that particular skill is in that particular circumstance. Absolutely. The other thing about the bio is, even though, uh, let's put this right out of the very beginning, it should be written in third person. It shouldn't be, I do this and I am this because when it's on um, somebody else's website, it is talking about you. 
-hmm. Like you're the guest post, you're the, the, you know, the guest writer, you're the guest speaker um, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it should be third person. So it shouldn't be, you know, I am this, it should be Michelle is or Ali is. Mm -hmm. Um, But it should still be allowed to have your personality seep into it too. Mm -hmm. So you don't want it to be so sterile that it's just like, you know, reading your resume. Yeah. It should, you could include some personal information. Um, For example, you know, for a while when I was a single mom, I would say, you know, you know, at the bottom of my bio would say, uh, Michelle lives in Hilton, New York mm-hmm. um, with her daughter, Lydia, and their three cats, something mm-hmm. like that, you know, that kind of put a little bit like, and she's a real person too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's different, and there's different ways to do that, of course. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do in a bio is um, include some of those things that um, kind of make you uniquely you, like not just you know, what you do for a living, but do you volunteer anywhere? Do you sit on a board? Um, what blogs have you contributed to? Where have you spoken? Like you said, mm-hmm. so there's an opportunity to kind of, I always say it should be like a nutshell, right? So it should be like, maybe, you know, instead of a 30 second elevator pitch, maybe it's a minute you going up another, you know, 30 floors or something. <laughs> so um, it can talk a little bit more about you that way. And I always like to end mine where, where you can find me. You can find Michelle at her website. <laughs> this is her Twitter and this is, you know, her LinkedIn or whatever. That's a really but, good tip too. I tend to forget yeah. to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, another I'm thing remembering that, that part. <laughs> Another thing I like to do, like I have one really long bio, which is on my website and it starts with a little introduction about me, like what I identify myself as, which as of right now is a self-taught WordPress evangelist, which I should probably change. Um, And then I have a little like uh, bragging section about how I self-taught myself and started my own Mm -hmm. business and what I do now. And then I have a section about kind of like my quote unquote side project. So I mentioned underrepresented in tech. I mentioned a little bit like my previous work, like when I worked at GiveWP, when I was a speaker ambassador for GoDaddy Pro. Um, and then I talk a little bit about like, I love talking about connecting through WordPress, blah, blah, blah. And then at the very mm-hmm. end, end, I have. I live in Austin, Texas with my husband, Greg, and my cat, Frida. And so whenever somebody asks me for a bio, I come to this page on my website and I just sort of copy and paste the bits that I feel like are necessary. Um, Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when somebody asks for a bio, they don't want a full essay on everything that you've ever done. They want a little blurb. Um, that they can, you know, just put at the bottom of something. And mm-hmm. so it's it's a good idea to, you know, have lots of information ready and then, you know, trim it. And, Edit and, it down, yeah. Yeah, I remember when um, I did speaker selection for WordCamp Miami in 2019. Uh, that was one of the things I thought was really annoying is every once in a while we would get somebody whose bio was paragraph upon paragraph upon paragraph upon paragraph. And it was so irritating, not only to have to read through when you have tons of people, but it also just like messed up the spreadsheet pages. Like there would always be one person whose spreadsheet cell was that large. So yeah, yeah, I would say brevity and um, being concise about Mm -hmm. what it is and what you do. In addition to adding that little, you know, a sentence at the end about where you live, if you have a pet, family. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people I've seen will put an interest like 
in her free time, Michelle really enjoys chess and Mm -hmm. rock climbing, you know, like a little bit of, like you said, that kind of personal note. Um, And people will connect with you about those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've definitely had people reach out um, and like acknowledge something like a personal thing that I put in my bio before. It's really it helps to, especially now while everything is virtual, it really helps yeah. to make that connection. The other thing to remember about that when you talk about brevity is that usually what you've submitted as your speaker bio is what somebody's going to read out loud as your intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you've got seven paragraphs, you've irritated them because now they're like, <laughs> oh man, I've got so much to read about here. And the other thing is you're sitting there on screen or you're sitting or you're standing on the stage or whatever. And you're like staring at everybody while these accolades that you wrote about yourself are being read out loud. So (laughs) at that point, brevity feels so much better. (laughs) Or at worst, well, maybe not worst, but I feel like another option in that scenario is the person might trim your bio for time and they might trim it in a way that you don't like, in a way that doesn't feel flattering to you or accurate Mm -hmm. to you. Um, So it's best to give them exactly what it is you want them to Mm -hmm. say and have it be concise. I feel like something that I hear a lot is like people don't feel, especially when you're first starting out, right? Like maybe this is the first time you're applying to speak somewhere. The first time you're writing something, maybe you don't really have a ton of things, braggy stuff to put in your bio. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I've heard you say this before. A good way to handle that is to ask a friend or ask somebody else who knows you and has worked with you Mm -hmm. to write a little bio for you because they're going to, Uh, they're not going to have that imposter syndrome about you. They're going to be super ready to say all kinds Mm -hmm. of nice stuff about you that you might not think to say about yourself. Yeah. The other thing is like, I actually, um, I hire myself out to write bios. And so (laughs) I recently wrote one for um, a major podcaster. I'm not going to name names because they haven't given me permission to do that. (laughs) But when I write a bio and it was, you know, I delivered it. And then that person had to deliver a bio to something else I was working on. Like, can I just use the one that you wrote? I'm like, well, of course, that's why I wrote it for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what's a really good idea to do. And the way I wrote that one was kind of in sections based on the different things that they did so that any one of those sections could be lifted out and used Mm -hmm. as its own bio in different places. But if you do hire somebody to write a bio, pay them to write two versions, the long version and Mm -hmm. the short version. And then when they deliver those, give feedback to what you, you know, oh, can we add this or can we add that? And then remember that just because you hired somebody else to write it doesn't mean you can't edit it. So they deliver it, you pay them for it, you decide you want to edit it, add something, take something else out. It's your bio, you do what you want with it for sure. But having somebody else write it sometimes gives you, uh, like you said, the opportunity for them to say things about you that you would feel weird writing for yourself. Mm -hmm. But also it, maybe they write, more professionally than you have the, mm-hmm. you know, the foresight or ability to do. Um, so it's one of those things that, that makes it easy. Um, I thought maybe I'd just read you my bio. So you so okay. somebody can get an example of what a bio sounds like. Yeah. Um, knowing that it's going to sound like I'm bragging about myself, but that's what a bio is all about. And it's, it's fairly short. It's going to sound longer than it is, but it's a, one tiny paragraph and then it's a little bit longer. But here it is. Michelle Frechette is the head of customer success at GiveWP, where she and the customer success team work with fundraisers all over the world to make the world a better place. In addition to her work at GiveWP, Michelle is the podcast barista at WPCoffeeTalk.com, co-founder of underrepresented in tech.com, creator of WPCareerPages.com, 
a president, the president of the board for BigOrangeHeart.org, author, business coach, and a frequent speaker at WordPress events. Michelle lives outside of Rochester, New York, where she's an avid nature photographer. You can find out more about her at her website, worksbymichelle.com. Pretty dang perfect. Right? It's nice and brief, but you learned a bunch about me. There's lots of things you can talk about. So if you are having me on your podcast and I send you my bio, you know that there's things you can look at in advance. Lots of questions Mm -hmm. you can ask me because I've given you information, um, someplace to start with. So we're not starting at square one. We can start at square three. Mm-hmm. and make it yeah. a better deeper conversation and it's it's interesting how yeah like I I have my longer one pulled up in front of me still mm-hmm. and yeah there really is kind of a formula to it where you have that one first sentence that is like if nothing else this is this is the main chunk of who I am what my job is mm-hmm. what I'm employed as what my business is whatever um other things like side projects accomplishments you know where you serve all of that sort of stuff Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had your little personal bit about where you live and then how to contact you. I really, yeah, it's really exactly. those sort of four main chunks that mm-hmm. you can start with and then embellish from there. Um, and I do feel like the tone, depending on the event or the purpose or the person, like, you know, if you are a, a podcaster and you're a comedian, your, your yeah. bio is probably going to sound a lot different than if you're like, mm-hmm. you know, the CEO of a bank or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, I think it's it's definitely worthwhile to think about, you know, the tone of the work that you do, the tone of the people that are going to be reading that bio and what they're going to mm-hmm. appreciate. Um, so like for a WordCamp, I love when people add a little bit of spice to their. Yes. WordCamp bio, they add a little bit of fun because WordCamps are fun. It's a big like mm-hmm. educational party. But like yesterday I spoke, um, I spoke at Laracon, which is a, mm-hmm. a Laravel PHP conference. And for a, for a tech developer conference, you know, it was a fun event and everything, but it's, it was a little bit more serious. It was a little bit more buttoned up. And so mm-hmm. I feel like people's bios were just a little bit more formal. And so mm-hmm. I think, yeah, having that formula to start with is really important. And then having, you know, a Google doc where you can just keep your long version and then a couple mm-hmm. of different short versions, um, that you can just grab and send because nothing will make an event organizer happier than if they ask you, Hey, can you send me your bio and headshot? And you send it back immediately. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I actually um, have my bio as an A text. So literally just have so to put smart. like, I just have like the, like, like a text a, extender, a right? Yeah, so I, I use um, a text type idea, right? So it's just auto text filler, text completer. So I just do, um, I don't even know what that symbol is, the accent symbol, and then BIO, mm-hmm. and my whole bio just fills right in. That's so clever. With links That's and everything. Uh, so Then I don't have to go, where did I put it? I have to copy and paste it. It's just right there. Mm-hmm. And but and that's where I make the changes to it, right? So if I need yeah. to make changes to it, I make it in that, auto, that text completer. Very and clever. then, um, yeah, I do that with everything. Phone number, email addresses. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook link, Twitter link, everything. I just have it so, so like, so I don't have to think of anything. I like, um, I like saving time. For sure. The other thing we talked about, like we talked about, you know, hiring somebody to write a bio for you. If that's mm-hmm. not where you're at at the moment, I would say at the very minimum, ask somebody, a friend or a coworker, a colleague to just proofread. Yes. Maybe as a favor to proofread mm-hmm. what you've written, especially if English is not your first language. Um, but you mm-hmm. are applying to English speaking things or 
vice versa. If, if, if English is your first language, but you're working in a different country and that, that arena speaks a different language, make sure that you have a native speaker proofread what you've written because you will be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember once I submitted a bio where I had misspelled my own name. And that was super oh, no. embarrassing because it was like, I just had to bang it out really quick and send it. And I did not take the time to fully proofread it. So yeah. you'd be surprised what kind of silly mistakes you might make, even if that is your first language. So That's at true. minimum, have someone proofread it for you. Yeah. And, and, you know, back to what you were talking about too earlier, where if you don't have a whole list of things that you've been involved with, like I do now, mm-hmm. like my first bios said things like that I was a tea snob because I like tea at the time. I drink co- now. I would say coffee snob, but it said I was a tea snob. That I was um, uh, something about like a frequent Scrabble player and <laughs> serial volunteer and eleventh hour enthusiast. Like I just put things that were uh, things that I did sounded good. It was filler, right? But they told you a little bit about me. But I didn't have all those other things to fall back on that I do now that I have you know deeper into my career. So you can be, you can have fun with it, still sound professional and still have it be your, um, your personality. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So that's very cool. And if you have hobbies that are not even anywhere near related, you know, like, let's say that you are, um, you know, uh, you're a dancer or you are, I don't know, I, like I put photographer in mind, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can include that in there, you know, when she's not working in WordPress, mm-hmm. she dances with this belly dance troupe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to teach belly dance. If I don't put that in there now. <laughs> yeah. I love those. I will say definitely make sure that those go at the end. Um, I remember reading a bio for someone ages ago. Or maybe it was when I was doing event organizing. I remember coming across a bio once where somebody opened with mm-hmm. that bit of bit of text. And I I was trying to nicely explain to them, that's great. I want you to include that. But that's not the first. That's not what people are looking at your bio to learn. They're looking right. at the bio to learn what what your specialty is, how it applies to your talk or your content. Um so it's just kind of it's it's confusing and kind of off-putting to have because then it's like, wait, why is this belly dancer? Is this the wrong bio? Who is this? Person? Does this need to be on a different website? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Definitely make make sure that the, the content it goes in order of importance and then your contact info at the end, like you yeah. said. So it has a nice flow. It includes all the pertinent information. People enjoy hearing it because it's actually giving them some insight into who you are and like you said make sure it's proofread um either hire somebody to write it get a friend to write it you write theirs they write yours that kind of thing um and you know different people charge different amounts to write bios and Mm -hmm. and like if i write your bio i'm gonna do like at least a 15 minute interview with you so i can learn who you are not just get a you know a bullet list but certainly there's going to be more more parts to it than that Mm -hmm. um or if you have one already, I'll start with that, that kind of thing. So whoever, if you do hire somebody, make sure that you're um, working with somebody that you appreciate the way that they're doing the work and that you can kind of go back and forth a little bit without racking up additional charges, make sure it's just a one-time charge. So how often, Michelle, would you say someone should update their bio? Um, Because like, I know 
if you like if you google my name stuff comes up with bios for me that are like yeah. massively outdated and it's oh it always makes me cringe it always makes me upset not upset but like I'm always like dang I wish I could like reach out to that person and be like can you please but then I'd have Update to do that. that I feel like yeah three four times a year so like how often would you say um you should go in and kind of redo your bio and add new information so that it's more up to date every time you provide it. So this is, this is my rule of thumb is number one, if it feels stale to me and I want to, I just want to display myself differently. That's Mm -hmm. certainly a trigger, right? So if I'm not happy with it, then I want to change it. But anytime that I add something different. So like, actually it was last week that I became the president of the board for Big Orange Heart. Prior to that, my bio said volunteer at Big Orange Heart. And so because that's a big change and my role within that organization changed, I updated my bio. So next time I submit it, it will be different than the last time I submitted it. And yes, it's going to change over time. So if I go back and I look at previous WordCamps, especially, right, because I've spoken over 40 times at different WordCamps in the last six years, that first bio is radically different than what I'm (laughs) submitting today. So Yeah, it's just all, it's all about that. And some of them are really long because I actually did pay somebody to write mine. And now it's like minus half the length it used to be. And I cringe at how long the bio was at one point in time. But um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how succinct it is now, but how, how much, how much information it provides. Nice. So yeah, if you have questions, you know, you can hit us up. Our um, DMs are open on Twitter. We're always happy to answer questions like that. We're not going to write your bio through Twitter, by the way. Um, we don't hire out to do that through uh, underrepresented tech. But if you do have so, you know, specific questions about things to do with any of our topics, we're always happy to give some advice or opinion, I should say, um, in our Twitter DMs. So feel free to reach out to us or through our contact form on our website. Absolutely. Yay. Yeah. Thanks for talking Sounds to me good. today, Michelle. Yeah, thank you. I, I love this topic. I just love when we can tell people um, some great information about how they can be themselves uh, through the way that they present themselves online. So. Very actionable, very useful. Um, and yeah, tweet at us if you found any of this helpful. I want to know if you, if you use these tips. Me too. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. See you next week. See you then. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Ninja Forms. Ninja Forms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.